0: Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle, episode 507, features co host Madeline Ray, concert connections, bad dating advice, and an interview with the lovely Christiana Sin from Rick's Cabaret in Pittsburgh.
1: Warning. This show is only for adults who like sex. sex.
2: Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle?
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 507 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and joining me for this episode is the content creator and cam model extraordinaire. She is Everything leggy and footy fetish she could possibly want in a creator and more. She's wrapped up on camera like a grandma, rubbing her head like she <laughs> has a cold. She is the fungi femme fatale, the mushroom maiden, the caterpillar concubine, the buxom butterfly bombshell, the pantyhose and plant princess, and the potato pimp. She is Madeline Ray. How are you doing?
1: I don't have a head cold. My forehead was just greasy. Ew. And I was trying to dull the shine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh I appreciate you. that. Yeah, get the glare just down.
1: For, <laughs> just for you. <laughs> Would hate to blind you. It's been a minute since we've we've uh, been together.
0: Yeah, it's been a while since we recorded. Well your beauty blinds me every time we're on.
1: Well let's you know, keep it temporary, because that could have been permanent. <laughs> <laughs> like a flashbang or something. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Speaking of flashbang, um, oh. how, how are you what? doing? How are things? What's going on in know. the...
1: What do you know about my flashbangs?
0: <laughs> I've seen you. what you've been posting.
1: Oh, have you?
0: Oh, my goodness. Some of those pictures God. on your ex have been... Oh, it's, it's just delightful.
1: You know what? I hate that I can't post, like, slightly raunchier ones in fear of the shadow ban hammer. Oh. Being exiled. Because I have the freedom and I want to maintain it. I want to be a good girl for Mr. <laughs> Musk. <laughs> Don't punish me, Twitter daddy. Or ex-daddy or whatever the fuck he is. Space yeah. daddy?
0: Oh, space daddy. I'm sure he would appreciate that one.
1: Oh, my God. Never. <laughs>
0: yeah it's funny you say that because there have been and we may have actually talked about this about how for i would say about a month or so Mm -hmm. the range of which i gain and lose followers is comical it's comical i'm being told that i'm being followed by all these people but my followership is Mm -hmm. dropping it is very funny
1: Yeah, because it's like, all right, so every day I look at my follower count in the morning, and I'm like, here we are. And then I look at it in the evening before bed, and I'm like, I'm watching you. And then I wake up in the morning, and it's right back where it was in the morning. Right. It it drops – it's like it drops by 200 followers Mm -hmm. every day. But it is slowly trekking up, but it's always 200 fucking followers. It's been like that for weeks.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's so – I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Well – you know what you can no. get? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let that play okay. out as long as possible. <laughs> I got worried. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I think I he did froze. Did it pause? Did right. it glitch? <laughs> Fuck.
0: What did I do? Well, the way you say no, I just automatically freeze like a child. and You, know, you should. I, I I'm very Yeah, I just let that rule over me.
1: Yeah mommy
0: energy yes what what, you can, <laughs> what this mommy and the entire population of pervert nation can get with this episode is uh, a little bit of talk between madeline and myself and then you get an interview with the lovely christiana Sin. From Rick's cabaret in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh. We will talk about that at the end of the first half. You'll hear the interview in the second half. But because we haven't talked in a while, we got some things to kind of get to. And
1: uh yeah, we do. I have inquiries.
0: Oh, oh, please inquiry me away. <laughs> She's blinded by my mustache. I brought it back, by the way.
1: (laughs) I I was trying to figure out a good interrogation technique, like a good one liner, but I don't. Where were you on the afternoon when that young lady posted a post about finger banging? Huh?
0: I'm sorry, what?
1: Didn't you finger bang someone at Exotica? Or do we have to cut this? (laughs) Did you forget already?
0: Well, I don't use <gasps> that extremely juvenile and childish term of finger banging. Really? What are you, five? It's not it's called. Finger well,
1: it, at least I didn't say finger banging her. Insert other name for a vagina that's childish.
0: <laughs> it's called finger blasting. And uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 Uh, yes, I did. I did, uh, I did uh, finger bang. Somebody <laughs> <You> said it. <laughs> I, I got you. Uh, yes, that exotic. That would be the lovely Lacey Fox. Which I'm actually glad you brought that up. I will let you get to more questions or why you may be bringing that up. But uh, what was crazy is shortly after Exotica New Jersey weekend. She wrote a short story, and it is loosely based on our experience together in New Jersey.
1: Okay, so is it a short story, or is it erotica? It's erotica. Oh, Dick in is on the erotica. What can <laughs> I say? He's famous. Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew I hang out with you for a reason. I
0: <laughs> I inspire... The written word. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it is called The Elevator. And if you go on to Lacey Fox's Twitter, which is at Lacey Fox, and that's L-A-C-I-F-O-X-X. And you could find it on there. And it is uh, rather steamy, may I say. How
1: many times have you read it?
0: Uh, three or four times because it's one of those I read it the first time. I'm like, man, that's really good. And then I'm like, oh, wait, that's kind of about me. And I reread it. And I'm like, that's really good. <laughs> so yeah, I was I'm extremely humbled and flattered that she did that.
1: I'm going to go read it. Okay. And then I'm going to send you bit by bits of me reading it to you throughout text messages through the day.
0: Okay. If you want, I, I went so far as to copy, paste, and print it. And, oh, my God, you did. Yeah, I have it right here.
1: I'm, I'm going to read it to you throughout the day because I, <laughs> I know how you, much you love my random voice memos.
0: <laughs> oh, you have no idea how much joy those bring me. <laughs> so uh, what else did you want to bring up about that, or do you have any other questions?
1: Uh, no, it was mainly that one, just okay. because that was the first thing I saw, like, before everything kicked off. Oh, right. Before the feeds were all flooded with all the boobies and butts, and right. look at us. Um, how was Dahlia?
0: Oh, we had such a great time.
1: I was kind of jealous about that. There was a bit of FOMO. I can imagine. Oh, it, shut up. Well, but, it's it, <laughs> serious. Like, it, we are
0: a trio. We are uh who were the uh the characters the, the the three amigos
1: oh i was also gonna go with those ducks donald duck's little huey Dewey, and louie oh okay
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: i'm built more like baby huey if you remember so, him he was the one at, in Me the diaper do. with the belly and he I, was big
1: <laughs> i know <laughs> what i used to refer to my dead dog as because he was so stupid <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, your baby. <laughs> I'll have to do that to you next time I see you, which is for, just for fun. Please do.
0: But the entire <laughs> weekend went really well, and hanging out with Dahlia as much as I could was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. We, we didn't have a chance to really spend a lot of time together, but it was enough that it made it memorable for us.
1: It's because I wasn't there to bind.
0: Correct. You are the flour. You are the paste. I am the paste. <laughs> that, that binds us the all glu- together.
1: The glutinous thing that people can't tolerate, <laughs> can't tolerate. <laughs> these days.
0: <laughs> That's why it everyone's causes allergic diarrhea, to us. It diarrhea and bloating. Yeah, yeah, I've been told that, <laughs> that before. sounds like Madeline. <laughs> Just like her. <laughs> I do have a quick non-sex, I don't know if I want to call it a brilliant statement.
1: Okay. A declaration.
0: A declaration. Okay. A a proverb, if you will.
1: Okay. Getting biblical up in here.
0: (laughs) Nothing is heavier than you when you are trying to pull the blanket out from underneath you in bed. (laughs) Am I wrong?
1: and I, this reads more like
0: a Confucius thing. Right, Confucius say, <laughs> <Dickfusius> <laughs> says nothing is heavier than you when you're laying on your blanket in bed. It could quite possibly be a postage stamp size blanket piece that is under you, and you are trying to pull it out from underneath you. But at that point in time, you are heavier than the mass of the sun, and you cannot get that out.
1: And then the next thing you know, you need rotator cuff surgery because you've done fucked up. Right. (laughs) I just
0: swear at myself. You know, I give it a couple tugs and then I realize I I have to get up.
1: It is so annoying. fucking Christ. Get Get your ass up. You're ruining everything tonight. So
0: annoying. (laughs) But I needed to get that thought recorded and out there.
1: Well, that's there.
0: So other people go, you know what? He's right. (laughs) There could be a petite listener saying I weigh 110 pounds and the same thing happens to me dislocated
1: my shoulder (laughs) seven times throughout my whole entire life right
0: (laughs) all of them damn blanket
1: damn blanket damn blanket
0: blanket. (sighs) okay I feel better getting that off of my chest
1: I'll send you my invoice
0: Wow, you're charging me. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to reverse those charges because of you using the term finger blast
1: or finger I bang. Said finger finger bang. bang?
0: I apologize. Finger bang. Yeah. It's finger blast now.
1: That's right. Ah, <laughs> oh,
0: dear Madeline. I'm <laughs> dear Dick. I almost had a moment. With a woman Okay At a concert Oh, Almost had a moment
1: Okay So is this an intimate moment? Could you have finger blasted her in the (laughs) bath?
0: Possibly Possibly
1: Parking lot, definitely Yes
0: Well, (laughs) here's how this played out
1: your car is big enough. Look, I'm just saying. And, I've been in it.
0: Yeah, and there wasn't a lot of extra stuff in the vehicle. We could have folded nope. seats. It would have been a good Yeah.
1: Time. Yes. You could have. You. Mm,
0: mm, this wasn't just my fault. Kind of, this wasn't but, my fault.
1: Oh, it wasn't? Did you get cock-blocked?
0: <laughs> I got cock-blocked by mental illness.
1: Oh, God. I hate when uh, that happens. All
0: right. Oh, so oh. here's my story.
1: All right. Tell me.
0: A couple of nights ago, as we record this, I go to a local Pittsburgh music venue called Preserving Underground. It is a great venue. It is a converted church. And and they cater mainly to rock, metal, punk, hardcore, stuff like that. But every once in a while, they'll bring in other artists. And it has a record store. Great group of people. I go to see Scene Queen. So for those who are not familiar with her, she calls it Bimbo Core. (laughs) And it is part rap, part Valley Girl, part metal, all rolled up in this really cool package. It's very all-inclusive. It is very female-strength-oriented, I guess you could say. Uh, She has called people out in song when it comes to members of other bands doing things they probably should not be doing.
1: Good for her. (laughs)
0: Yeah. She has recently released, it's a fairly short song, but it is wildly entertaining. It's called MILF, and it stands for Man I Love (laughs) Fucking.
1: All right.
0: (laughs) It is awesome. So anyway, it is her... And it is two other bands. One is called Rivals, and they were super cool. And the female singer of that band actually wrote a song about having a three-way and enjoying the woman more than she enjoyed the guy she <laughs> was with. It was, and lyrically, it's really good. And uh, Barely Human was the middle act, and then Sing Queen was the headliner. So the venue was pretty full. It was nice to see. Mm-hmm. And... I am towards the back. I got there a little bit late, and I am standing in the back. Plus, that gives me a chance. Like uh, I wanted to meet the band rivals, so mm-hmm. I was closer to the merch table to be able to do that. But anyway, towards the back, and because this was an old church, they have pews along the oh. one wall where you could sit if you were tired, and but they also had a couple just random chairs out, which I thought was weird. Okay. So, there is a woman sitting in one of these chairs, and in between bands, she taps me, and I look down. And she's like, uh, are you a parent of somebody here? And I can like, be
1: your daddy. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Just let me see your ID first, please.
0: Well, we'll get to all that. So, Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I said, no. I said, I'm actually here to, to see the bands and she goes oh that's she goes that's really cool i said yeah i said you know what this venue is actually uh relatively close to my house and right. i like that it, right and i like that it caters to the more metal bands and the independent bands and she goes oh that's actually that's really really cool and she goes you're just here by yourself i said yeah i go to concerts by myself all the time i don't have a lot of friends that like the, the metal scene no, not at all. I said, I don't have a lot of... F- no, hold on. <laughs> I said, I don't have a lot of friends that like the metal scene the way that I do. Nice try. <laughs> Tiny violin. I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> I live close by. Right. I'll make you coffee. <laughs> and she says, honestly, I'm the same way. She goes, I am recently divorced right and how did she put it
1: in your butt
0: oh in a perfect (laughs) it was something along the lines of she was recently diagnosed with adult adhd but she said Ah. but she said how much time it had been kind of thing like yeah and i said oh i said i gotcha she goes, yeah, it's it's weird because, you know, I have two kids. One is 21, one is 18, and I'm trying to find myself again, and I realize I got this ADHD and all this stuff. And she's kind of not giving me her life story, but kind of putting it out there. So, no, I said, no, I get it, you know. And I said, well, you're out, you know, you're doing something you enjoy. And I had actually asked her if – she was like with a music blog or something like that because she was taking a ton of pictures. Then she'd be on her phone writing stuff down. I'm like, yes, you know, uh-huh. she, she might be with somebody. And she goes, no, I, I'm just, just coming out. I'm like, oh, that's cool. She's like, you know, if the uh, scene queen has a mosh pit, we need to go in the mosh pit. We, we. Hold my hand. Right. And two thoughts came to me very quickly. One, I'm not doing it. Because I am easily twice as old as 90% of the people there. So that could come off kind of creepy, because it's also a lot of women fans. So
1: uh, okay, all right, I- all gonna right. I'm going to
0: stay back. I'm also not going to do it, because I'm doing home renovation. And I was on a ladder for about 10 hours, and just the act of standing was like, all right, I don't know how much I have of this in me so i'm just gonna stay back i'm not gonna get too involved in moshing and whatnot and i said no i said you know what if that is your thing go ahead and mosh i'll i'll be right here
1: i will be watching you
0: (laughs) right and it really wasn't a lot of moshing yeah there Uh was a little bit so she would keep trying to get me to do things like go up closer to the stage and stuff like this, I'm like, no. I said, I just like to hang back. I just, I'm a people watcher. I just want to enjoy this. Mm-hmm. So when Scene Queen says, "Hey, let's open up this pit," she goes out and she leaves her coat on the chair. Mm-hmm. So I'm not watching the coat, but I'm kind of watching the coat. So the show goes Watch on. Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself as the concert is getting close to ending. Should I shoot my shot and just say, hey, I hope that I see you at a concert again since you come to this venue because you also like metal? Or Mm -hmm. should I be like, hey, if you want to get a cup of coffee, you want to go out, something like that, let me know. Because I imagine because of the age of her kids, she was close to my age. Mm -hmm. And she likes metal. You know, She has her issues, but who doesn't? Not a big deal. She's owning it. She's still getting out there. This could be a thing.
1: And then... I
0: had this thought as I'm thinking this, like, okay, well, let's see if her brain allows that moment to happen. Because it may not. So thank you good night everybody see you next time I'm in Pittsburgh seeing Queen goes off the stage this woman makes a beeline to the coat grabs it without breaking stride and leaves the venue (laughs) I got (sighs) caught by ADHD
1: object permanency is a son of a bitch let me tell you (laughs) let me tell you
0: Oh my goodness! Yeah, it was it was one of those that I saw her just not in a sprint, but in a in a jog. Grab also, her coat. I just started laughing.
1: As somebody that has a very long stride to get the fuck out of the way of people at at the dispersal scene. Yes, I it yeah. That's a quick. We got to get to the car before they do, and with traffic, traffic. right? traffic we're we're touching the top of the hand we're rubbing it because that's stressy <laughs> like i'm stressed for her right now
0: yeah so i uh, will i see her at another show maybe, maybe maybe not we'll see now if i do because when you have those interactions with people you don't know how to take it you tend to overthink it very quickly Yeah. Especially, right?
1: Oh, God, it's me.
0: Or even within the moment, like, ooh, is something happening? Is she giving me a signal, a sign? Is she not? You know, kind of that stuff. Everyone does it, especially as you get older. So now, because that happened, I'm in that cool, calm, collected, I hope I see her again, because this is going to be really fun. (laughs) I'm going to make this a thing.
1: Maybe it'll be like that movie. What is it? The Drew Barrymore, Adam Sandler, forty forty first dates or whatever. Oh,
0: fifty first dates. Yeah,
1: fifty first date. Yeah, so a fuck ton of dates. Yeah, or she doesn't remember them. Maybe that'll be your your life with her for now. From now on.
0: Hmm, that's an interesting thought. There you go. And I keep trying harder and harder each time. And oh I no, keep... no, no, okay,
1: no, because you know what's going on. Yeah. Just enjoy the the moment and see if you can't you know get it to. First (laughs) base.
0: And which would be?
1: (laughs) I don't know whatever kids are doing nowadays. Well, people. Let's not bring the kids in.
0: That's right. Uh, (laughs) My my guess is considering an earlier topic, finger banging.
1: Yeah, let's go with that. (laughs) I mean, why not?
0: She was wearing overalls. What? Mm -hmm.
1: She's doing the finger banging. It's possible. What were you wearing? Shorts?
0: Uh, no, I had Did you have
1: pants on? I had
0: black sweatpants. Had,
1: you wore sweatpants to a concert venue?
0: Yeah. Why would oh I Oh my not?
1: God. I don't What
0: do you think what what do you think would happen? I don't wear jeans. I hate jeans. Oh. I wear I could honestly say unless asked, I wear jeans. Six times a year.
1: (laughs) I am astonished. (laughs) Why? It's sweatpants. I don't know. Sweatpants in public is kind of like one of my faux pas. Like, it's a... mm, It's... uh.
0: But it's a concert thing. It's a dark place. It's metal. So I. So have... what
1: you're saying is you snuck in with sweatpants on because no. nobody's going to notice my sweats? No, nobody cares. It's my loungewear.
0: <laughs> I have a black no. hoodie, my black dick dangle beanie winter cap, black sweatpants. So I'm, I'm blacked like out. So
1: you look like robbing somebody's house is what I'm, what I'm picking
0: 100%. up. Okay. 100%. <laughs> now you got it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I live close by. I'm gonna go rob a house later. You want to come?
0: <laughs> well, if you knew the town the venue was in, that's always a possibility. <laughs>
1: yeah, go Pittsburgh. Yep. I can't and believe you, you
0: are so <laughs> turned I'm off what? by sweatpants in public.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know what? I've had some really bad experiences with people wearing sweatpants in public.
0: Oh, do Just tell. Right. Do tell.
1: <laughs> listen gray sweatpants of course granted you can usually see an outline of a ding dong if it's big enough mm-hmm. you know which is great thank you for your service um <laughs> the stains the stains you can see stains on gray sweatpants so
0: easily okay wait, and some, wait what? what kind of stains are we talking
1: front and back stains oh, oh no. yeah if you don't if you don't shake it off good enough guess what you're seeing pee pee stains Okay. Yeah.
0: So these are non underwear wearing sweatpants wears.
1: I don't I didn't ask.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Oh did you piss yourself through your underwear? Did your underwear <laughs> not absorb your, your urine sprinkles?
0: Sprinkles. <laughs> Dribbles.
1: Your, <laughs> your penile moisture.
0: Yeah, oh that's a phrase. Uh, well, uh but the back stains, that one worries yep. me.
1: I know, but it's like a Walmart thing, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we found the title to the episode.
1: <laughs> I, I get don't a get us. desist with that one. Yeah,
0: <laughs> oh, for sure.
1: <laughs> so yeah, at least they're black. You wouldn't be able to see the stains right. unless they're white.
0: I'm not dumb.
1: So <laughs> you go up to a black light and you're just glowing, <laughs> right? Don't go to a strip club with those on.
0: I would never. Well, okay. Well, okay. Counting clubs, I do wear jeans a lot in clubs, especially if the temperature is over 80.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'll wear sh- nice shorts to the club, yeah. but I'll okay. wear either dress pants or jeans to a club. So I really don't count that, though, because that is more of me representing myself as a brand.
1: You're
0: on the clock. I'm on the clock. Thank you. As you could tell by me sitting here in my sleepy clothes as we record this.
1: Me too, baby. Me too. (laughs)
0: Wrapped up in her blanket. (laughs) Well, with all of this that we have talked about, I think it's good for us to get into an article that kind of works to the sweatpants argument that we're having because there are certain things people say, hey, that's okay. There are other things that people say that's not okay. Mm-hmm. And it's ripe for possible argument.
1: Are we arguing tonight?
0: We may argue because this oh, one I love it. this is one that probably shouldn't have bothered me as much as it did. But when people have that no seriously, I'm right kind of attitude when they give advice, it mm. bothers me. Okay. This comes from the New York here are seven signs a man doesn't want to date you, and always <laughs> listen carefully for this code word.
1: No. <laughs> I just fixed it all right you now. You fixed it?
0: Okay. <clears throat> You're wrong.
1: <gasps> what? I know, because men don't communicate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Anyway.
1: anyway. <laughs> Nailed it. Bam
0: he's just not that into you a new is that a york city it is a new york city dating expert is warning women everywhere of these seven clear signs Gosh. and one brutal code word that <clears throat> will tell you a man is uninterested in a serious relationship sarah lauren dished the tough to take deets Re- really <clears throat> In a series of viral TikTok videos in a bid huh. to save hopeful ladies from heartache at the hands of a love rat.
1: <laughs> what? We're horrible is this?
0: apparently. Yeah. <laughs> this is me. so I'm gonna stop reading the the other stuff, but we're gonna get oh into the seven God. things. Okay. Here are the seven signs you need to look for. <laughs> he only texts at night or on the weekends. That's okay. called having a job.
1: You know what? If you like somebody enough, you're going to sneak off your, to the side and do a little, little hi. I'm thinking of you. Look at this cockroach I found on my work floor. Picture. Send. <laughs> <at its> <sighs> if
0: I was 20, maybe.
1: Oh, my God. Right. I got You just a leave job. your phone in your car the whole day?
0: Uh, there are times, because I'm this person, that I forget my phone at home.
1: But, Ugh.
0: yeah, I do that more often than an adult probably should.
1: It's okay, you survived the first half of your life without a phone.
0: Right. So, there are times where because uh, I am working very hard and very long <laughs> hours, I'm working with chemicals and I am in a Physical position because of my job, I work with chemicals, don't you dare laugh? I don't are mean are you
1: making math
0: <laughs> I'm breaking bad in pittsburgh <laughs> but uh, I may also be doing work or in a position at work, uh say like on a ladder or something uh-huh. like that, where I just if my phone is blowing up because somebody wants to get q t with me, I may not have the time, so I may want to come home from work decompress, get a bite to eat, clean up, and then give you my full attention. Because how many times do you see that online where someone says, hey, how are you doing? And they're waiting for a response from someone and it doesn't come for hours and the person overthinks why they're not getting a quick response.
1: Oh, yeah. I get that all the time in the DMs. Right. Hey, hey. Fuck you, bitch.
0: Yes, within what, (laughs) four minutes, five minutes? Yeah, I
1: was going to
0: say three, but, you know. Right, so I think if this is understood and communicated early, this is okay.
1: Communicated early, yes.
0: Right, okay. Number two, he says he's a bad texter. Yeah, he's a guy. We're all awful texters. I would rather text with my female friends than text with my male friends, except for maybe one or two, because most of them are awful at it.
1: But here's the thing. Dudes have their phone in their hands all the fucking time, checking whatever the fuck they check, and then they take it into the bathroom with them for a long sit and think (laughs) or whatever it is y'all do in there. okay and it's like okay so you can't catch up on your text messages then really you have time you just choose not to prioritize it
0: Mm, okay she's a
1: priority thing
0: you're feeling strong here okay so you are saying she is two for two Uh,
1: i have a one and a half
0: okay i'm saying she's over two now get ready i'm ready number three you only (laughs) see his bedroom
1: does he sneak you in through the window? <laughs> <laughs> is it in the living room? Uh, are right? yeah, if what do we have going apartment? on here? Right.
0: Yeah, if the kitchen is in the bedroom, because he has a studio. What she is saying that a man who is truly into you would introduce you to friends, prioritize doing things with you other than sex.
1: Which I kind of get... Yeah, but at the same time, it's like dating culture now seems to be a lot of let's just fuck first and then maybe kiss on the second or third date. Correct. So, eh, I mean, that's um, I feel like this is kind of like...
0: Okay. Mm. Well, then let's see what you think about number four. I hate it. <laughs> He's not touchy. Okay, wait a minute. He only How? wants to see you in the bedroom but he's not touchy. Does he
1: and... just like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. just like air hug. <laughs> right,
0: exactly. Well, what they mean is like, oh, let's say you are out in public and he's not hugging you or flirtatiously touching you, just being within contact of you, holding your hand, stuff like that. For some women they don't like that that's that comes off very possessive
1: uh, I, yeah, that's a personality quirk there, right. I feel like that's personality quirk all in all.
0: <laughs> someone yeah. hurt. Sarah is what I'm saying.
1: <laughs>
0: Number five, he doesn't share good news with you.
1: who like he <laughs> <What? laughs> so only share the bad news? does he share not, does he not talk? okay, so he doesn't talk right, he doesn't touch right this is i hate to say it, but this is painful this is sarah not a hit, right? <laughs> sarah needs therapy yes and i don't know to go sit with the moss for a little bit
0: okay so here's what she says <laughs> be wary if you're learning about his work promotions or his travel plans via instagram or through his friends why wouldn't but, he tell that to you? Because men, like whether he's whether well, there's that, but men regardless of who you are want to show that they're a provider. They're cool. They are moving in the right direction in life. So they're going to say that to everybody. There could be people like how about this? Guys, okay. I've actually witnessed this a lot in my life. Okay. Sitting in a restaurant table behind me, waitress walks up to them, or the, the help staff walks up to them and says uh, hey, how are you doing? And without blinking an eye, the guy goes I am doing great, I just got a promotion. Or, I'm doing great, I just got a new job and it's so much better than my old one. I They'll say it to everyone, they don't care, they, they just want that
1: look at me, I'm awesome!
0: Whether they like you or not, they want that from
1: you. Uh, I mean... I can see it. I can see it. I do agree. But I've also seen some people that are just like, you know what? Yeah. I don't have to tell them anything.
0: (laughs) They're not going to get anything out of me.
1: (laughs) Maybe they'll get the hint and just leave because I'm a poor communicator.
0: Someone hurt you too. I get it. Uh, Okay. Number six.
1: (laughs) You better watch it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Number six. He doesn't like your social media posts.
1: Good. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) I don't want you to seem too possessive over me. Oh, look, Brandon's liking all of her posts. Oh, they must be serious.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There have been people in the days of Dick Dangle. So what are we talking? Almost like nine and a half years, ten years. Where I have liked... And felt a connection with people within the industry or okay. that I've met through the industry. Even with that, I have not liked every single thing that they have posted.
1: Oh, I'm going back to 2008, baby. We're going back to the beginning on Instagram. Okay. Click, 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 click.
0: You just liked everything.
1: No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I I'd, get a, I'd get a hand cramp.
0: Yes. That's from all that finger banging. Mm-hmm. And number seven... He seems to get annoyed by you.
1: Oh, my God. She must have just broke up with somebody <laughs> and just, it was, her, she was the problem. That Taylor Swift song, Hi, It's Me, I'm the Problem, It's Me. <laughs> right. <et cetera. laughs>
0: okay, I'm glad you are swinging my way with this because that's what I felt. I'm reading this and it seems like the last relationship she was in really, really got her.
1: It feels like a late '90s like movie thing. Like, yeah. oh, we're gonna write a an op-ed about my dating life. Tee hee hee. And
0: it it's starring? terrible. Who's it starring?
1: I, apparently, Sarah. What's her face?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. If
0: someone is annoyed by you, yeah. They definitely don't want to date you. You may have misread a lot of signals, or you may have just read that they are being nice to you and maybe want to be friends with you as more than that. And now you're pouring it on because you're really wanting to not get Lock it down. Lock it down. Get your hooks in it. And uh, then they start to get like, oh, here she goes. Ah. Damn it. Why am I nice to the crazy (laughs) Right. Now, here is the deadly code word
1: Oh, seven.
0: to listen out for. Ready? According to Lauren, the worst word a dating woman can hear isn't no, it's busy. If they use this code word, they don't care about you that much because they're not trying
1: see that reflects on the first one you're not trying
0: or they're busy they have a job listen not everyone has a cushy social media slash work at home job like certain co-hosts i have
1: i (laughs) i will have you know that i would never be too busy for you
0: Oh, that's sweet. Until
1: you pissed me off and I wanted to get rid of you, so fuck
0: you. Okay, I thought you met me specifically. Permanently. That's right.
1: (laughs) I mean, yeah, I I was meeting you specifically. Oh, that's adorable. Then you could feel the burn.
0: Mm. Because
1: I'm too busy for you.
0: Right, you're drawing me in just to push me away.
1: Yeah, oh, I love that.
0: This is an 80s movie. What the hell?
1: Let me harm you.
0: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) that I will pay for. I got money around here somewhere. <laughs> Let me harm you uh, Dear listeners and pervert nation I bring articles <laughs> like this to you Because I want you to realize that Not all advice works for everybody And, when and you... Madeline's
1: crazy And
0: Madeline's crazy But be very wary on the advice that you're taking And be cautious with how you use the advice given Is all I'm saying. I want you to be happy. I want you to find happiness. But you need to find it your own way. And I do agree with Madeline. Communication is a big part of it. You want to be open and upfront right away about things that are important to you. Because those things uh, may drive a wedge into what you're trying to create together. So be good. Communicate. But don't listen to too many crazy people. That's all I'm saying.
1: I mean, you can't go wrong with that, honestly.
0: All right. I'm glad we feel this. That's why we get along so well.
1: Do you ever feel like random pains every now and then?
0: More of a tingle, not necessarily a pain.
1: Okay. I'll have to work on that.
0: Yeah, I don't think you're thinking the right thoughts. (laughs) Or you didn't didn't set up the voodoo doll very well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't grab the right hair. Or enough of them (laughs) last time I saw you.
0: (laughs) I, I thought I had a spot in my head that was shaved bald from something. I yeah. thought maybe I was coming down with something. but yeah,
1: It's just age, you know. <laughs> Happens to you, gingers.
0: <laughs> oh, we age like fine wine, baby.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah, okay. an <laughs> so, <That> old cask. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I think we need to end this first half. Before we start throwing punches here this is this is getting aggressive between us with me talking about my interview with christiana sin from rick's cabaret in the heart of downtown pittsburgh thank you to rick's cabaret for allowing me to interview her and thank you to her for having me interview her we have crossed paths quite a bit but we never really had that moment to either have me interview her or just be able to really get acquainted. We met years ago at an award show and I would see her at conventions and her lines would be crazy and just the it never really worked out for us. So to have this opportunity, I was really happy for and we ended up having a lot of fun with the interview. She is an absolute delight puts on a great stage show. I was very happy to see her stage show, and it was funny because the night that I go to interview her, I go to see the feature show, and I stay afterwards to meet and greet and say hello to her and get my stuff signed because I had magazines and all kinds of stuff. She was so requested when it came to private dances and stuff like that, I had to wait to, after her following show to be able to see her so folks if you see her at a club make sure you get there in her meet and greet line early so uh you get your stuff signed if you're one of those people like me where you have to get stuff signed because you're slightly obsessive compulsive so (laughs) Mm -hmm. she put on a great show and i'm glad that we had this opportunity and Dear listeners, I think you're really going to enjoy this interview that I had with her. So, Madeline Ray, even though Uh it was close, it was close. You almost hung up on me a couple times. I almost cut you off. We almost uh, came to blows. We made it through it, and I appreciate you for it. I appreciate your finger banging. (laughs) Can you please tell... Can you please tell the fine listeners where they could find your fine finger banging self online Shut and up. on social media. <laughs> I think I, I think I drove that into the ground enough.
1: Okay, just to clear the air here, so far there is no finger banging self Damn it. on the net. Yet. Anyway. Look. <laughs> could fall on hard times one of these days and just let it all out I I have on my computer it's a gold mine anyway you can find me on Twitter you can find me on Instagram I even made a blue sky whatever the fuck that is
0: yeah what is that
1: Uh, a place where people have been going just in case Twitter crashes and burns more than it already has Um, yeah if I get an invite code I'll give you one yeah please do um uh, where else madeline ray.com look do, at do, that. Do. there you go look <laughs> at us
0: oh amazing
1: where can we find you
0: right, right here
1: right here right now
0: t- I'm, or I'm are mo- you too busy i'm, I'm talking i am so <laughs> busy right now that I'm, o- I'm only gonna text you on nights and weekends <laughs> you can find me at the dick Dangle on twitter DickDangle.com is the website that has my links. And if you just want to go listen to the show as a download, DangletAfterDark.com. So, dear listeners, please enjoy my interview with Christiana Sin. Thank you one and all for listening to this show. Please take care of yourselves and the people around you. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like Christia Onneson, like Madeline Ray, and all of the amazing people you have heard on this show over the years. Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. Keep the finger banging. <laughs> Make sure... You communicate a lot when you do it. Oh, that fell apart as I was saying it. And of course!
1: Tangle on. Good enough. (laughs) Mm. Don't worry. Dick will be coming back.
0: Temperature may be dropping, so make sure you take a trip to a place that always brings the heat. Rick's Cabaret, Pittsburgh's premier gentleman's club destination, is located at 9th and Liberty in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh. Rick's has five floors of entertainment for everyone to enjoy, so the party never ends at Rick's Cabaret. Rick's Cabaret also delivers the best adult entertainers and award-winning feature performers to the stage, so check out Rick's online to see who's coming to town. Upcoming feature performers include triple x star and adult model havana blue december 1st and 2nd triple x elite performer and fan favorite kenna james december 7th 8th and 9th with a special triple xmas party show on december 7th and the exquisite feature performer justice december 22nd and 23rd all features and dates subject to change check out everything Ricks has to offer and follow them on Facebook at Ricks Pittsburgh and Instagram at Ricks Cabaret PGH and don't forget to check out their online shop as well sooner or later everyone ends up at Ricks Cabaret
1: Mm, he's recovered and ready to go again
2: welcome back the pervert nation here he is dick dangle
0: welcome back to dangling after dark with dick dangle i'm here at the award-winning rick's cabaret in the heart of downtown pittsburgh and the beauty and magnetism radiates from my guest in many forms. She's an incredible performer working for all the favorite studios of yours, putting together a library of scenes that has led her to more than a dozen major award nominations. She's a fan favorite as a featured dancer and convention attendee, delighting those who meet her. And she is a four-time penthouse cover model, and for good reason. Because her exquisite sophistication is undeniable. Get ready for your next obsession. Get ready for Christiana Sin.
2: How are you doing? Wow, what an introduction. <laughs> I'm honored. Thank oh, you. Oh, please. <laughs> the
0: honor is all mine. Before we get started, can you please tell everybody where they could find you online and on social media?
2: Well, yes, I, where you could find me online is if you go to sinsconfessions.com, that has the gateway to everything. My, my sex Panther, my Instagram, my Twitter, I guess now my ex, it's Twitter ex and, and Facebook and OnlyFans. So, and my TikTok. So yeah, sinsconfessions.com. And you could also see where I'm going to be performing next.
0: Very nice, and I noticed that uh, your OnlyFans is what four ninety nine a month.
2: Is Way that right? Tell, right.
0: That, that's a steal. <laughs> that is a legitimate steal. Now it's a pleasure to see you again. We've run in the same circles and followed each other on social media for a really long time, and I can't believe I've never had you on. So it is nice right. that we are able to rectify this uh, with you at the club tonight. You are truly one of the hardest workers in the industry. You do so many conventions. You feature dance, you model, you create content, and you've worked at this pace for a while now. How do you keep up this schedule?
2: Oh, like what are some of my like tr- like my tricks of the trade or my tips or how your do I Your tips <laughs> or
0: like even just your mindset to be able to be on this creative path for so long?
2: Well, yeah, I did experience burnout a little bit in the beginning because I was just like go, go, go for three years straight and I was traveling more than I was at my own house and we're, and it was just really, was a lot for me. I think I started losing my mind a little bit, <laughs> but um, taking a little break here and there is, is healthy and self-care has really been helping me to keep going mm-hmm. and now I only do one or two shows a month instead of one every weekend.
0: Right. Oof. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but even one or two a month, you know, that gives you basically just enough time to get home, do some laundry, and then leave again. But it's better. It's better. (laughs)
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Now, proof of your travels is that you were at the Exotic Dancer Expo and award show a few months back. How was the show weekend, and how different is the energy at that show compared to something like Exotica or X3? Oh,
2: well, I had a great time at the ED Expo because... I wasn't, even though I wasn't nominated for any awards, I still won a contest. I won, uh, I won like some cash prize at the bikini competition oh, at the okay. Sapphire Pool. And that was really fun. That, I'm still on a natural high from that. I'm like, wow, that felt so good. <laughs> and the show itself, the awards show, is just spectacular. I mean, they have the most beautiful and talented features from all over the country and even from different countries come and perform live. And I love watching all the clubs that I've performed at or know people at and just be honored and get awards for all of the great things that they do and the work that they put in and how well that they run their business.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, at the award show, you had some wonderful pictures with Bambi Wild and Lindsay Ryder. I uh, love that. And as always, you were dressed impeccably. What drives your fashion sense and taste?
2: Well, I'm glad. thank you so much for saying that because my outfits kept breaking that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had several wardrobe. I was the first year I was like, I'm going to wear just all chain mail dresses. And they, instead of cloth, they're made from little tiny chains. Mm-hmm. And it looks so pretty and sexy, but they're so fragile. So every time I would get out of the Uber and walk into the thing, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this strap broke!" Oh, whoa! Oh. Like, and I, so I was constantly putting myself back together all all weekend. So I guess experimenting is how I okay. stay is so fashion forward, and just making sure the whole look from the details are really important. So from the shoes to the bag to the outfit itself, it all has to be cohesive.
0: Chainmail can be kind of heavy as well.
2: Uh, luckily for me, well, there wasn't a lot of chainmail. Okay. <laughs> all
0: right. <laughs> it probably
2: would have been heavy if it was a proper dress, but uh, there wasn't that
0: much <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, for as many events as you attend, are you a... I'll wear the same dress to multiple occasions person or more of a I have six brand new dresses ready for the red carpet kind of person. You only wear it once.
2: Mm. Well, so if it's a red carpet, you just want to wear it once. Okay. And I like to get that one. I mean, I've done it both ways. I've gotten it like the week of because downtown L.A. is an excellent resource. Makes sense. Yes. And I've also gotten it months in advance. So it just... It just depends if I'm somewhere where I, where I see like a boutique and I'm like, "Oh, I really like this dress." Okay, well, I'm going to wear it looks great on me. I'm going to wear it to this thing. Mm-hmm. So then I already have that planned out. And then uh, but when it comes to events like Exotica or the Gentleman's Club Convention, I like to plan my outfits ahead a little bit. Mm. I don't really like ordering online very much because you never know how it's going to get. Like, right. you never know how it's going to work out for you. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh yeah, so I'm I live. I'm lucky to live in L.A. where there's a lot of good shopping. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or or sometimes I'll just give something that I've worn before New Life. Like I'll add – or I could dye it or add rhinestones to it and make it look completely different, which mm. I've done before too.
0: Nice. You do have personal items for sale on fansutopia.com oh. from red carpet dresses uh, to more intimate wear. What is the – I was delicate about that i'm very good
2: good job thank you uh,
0: What is the response to people wanting to buy the stuff from you? I would imagine it's fairly strong
2: Yes, <laughs> uh, very enthusiastic just as long as well, the fancy utopia is so amazing i 've actually even ordered from them just to test and see how fast everything gets there, oh, how good okay. they' you know because I'm going to sell my personal items on a website. I've got to know that they're really good. So I was a little sneaky, and I ordered something, and it got to me, I think it was like within a day or so, or one or two days it got to me, and it was... Uh, sealed, vacuum sealed and it and it smelled so good when I <laughs> opened it and it was really good quality and everything that they described and more and I was really happy so then I'm like okay, I, I could I trust you guys and I've met uh, the CEO okay. and she has a great uh, team with her and yeah, so I, I keep my items stocked very fresh and very everything that you guys want.
0: <laughs> very nice. Now, as many of your fans know, you are a mainstay at conventions and will be at Exotica, New Jersey, which is basically a week ahead of this interview. What makes the expo experience so enjoyable for you?
2: I wow, well, Exotica is like my home. I feel like I just love Everyone there so much. Mm-hmm. They just really treat us so spectacular. And they give us such great time to meet fans, admirers, just fans of the industry. And also they expose us to all the innovations and to performers. And it's so much fun. And it's over th- you know three days. Yeah. And they let me perform on the stage each day. Mm-hmm. And I love getting to perform for new people and also perform and share the stage with other amazing performers as well and it's just so such a good time (laughs) i'm I'm glad that they have it so many times a year because i love going
0: yeah now when you do conventions are you a i go for the fans and i go to kind of relax a little bit or do you try and shoot content are you trying to be a businesswoman as well
2: there's not very much relaxing there I mean I guess if if I'm relaxing if let's say one of my friends is feature performing I'll go show them some support and love and I guess take a little like minute break you know okay but um, I'm really there to interact with fans shoot some content if I can sometimes it's a little difficult to make content because everybody has different schedules but if you really want to do it there's a will there's a way
0: Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) absolutely I'm sure you've met a lot of fans that have asked you to autograph items like your magazines or your movies, things like that. Have you ever had a fan ask you to autograph something out of the ordinary?
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, two things. Okay. One time they asked me to sign their cup. Like for sports.
0: Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <For sports cup.
2: laughs> like on the inside, the part that goes against the places that you want to protect.
0: Okay. <laughs> That's interesting.
2: <laughs> yeah. Cause I was signing a curved surface. So oh, it was true. <laughs> um, but I didn't I think I did. Okay. <laughs> and um, I don't know how explicit I could get
0: oh, as explicit as you would like.
2: Okay. So I was approached outside of uh, the Avalon nightclub in Hollywood there was an event there, mm. and then there was guys outside with pictures of, like, models and, and porn stars, and, okay. and they were like, oh, well, will you sign this picture? And they were saying my name. Like, Christian, will you sign mm. this picture? I said, okay. So, and the, what the picture was is it was, it was of an asshole. And I was, and then, I, so I signed <laughs> it, and I said, wait a minute. Is that it? A- I was like, that's not even my asshole. I was like, whose <laughs> asshole is this? Like, and why did I sign it? Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that was probably like, those two stick out in my mind the most. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh,
0: that may be the title of this episode that your interview goes on. That is so funny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, for those who have never watched you feature dance, what could they expect from your show?
2: Oh, they, what they could expect is to be thoroughly entertained, and to leave absolutely satisfied, yet still wanting more.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, very nice, mm-hmm. very nice. What's your musical selection?
2: I love dancing to rock music. I okay. love dancing to like Stone Temple Pilots or mm-hmm. Nine Inch Nails, or gosh, there's so many great there's so many great songs that I like to perform. A oh, Motley Crew, okay. you know, that's the original strip club anthem. You're right. You know, depending what city I'm in, I really do cater my list to the cities that I'm in. Okay. Uh, Sometimes I like to play like more hip hop or like more house music for like a a club that's more like a beat vibes and Mm -hmm. more like an app that goes into the after hours type of place. Or... I also like to expose the audiences to new different music. Okay. Something that's really nasty and really explicit and something <laughs> that's going to make them go, "Whoa, what?" Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, what led you to feature dancing? Like do you have a background in dance or performance?
2: Yes, I do. I I've always had I I yes, I do have a background in dance and performance and I worked at a little strip club when I was living in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. and that's kind of an environment where I feel really comfortable in. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, when it comes to your adult work, one of the perks of working so prolifically and being so popular is that you get to choose who you work with when it comes to content. You recently had two scenes with uh, Brittany Andrews come out, and you've also worked with Kieran Lee and Kenan Barbie Fields. How choosy are you with the talent you work with, and what do you look for in the people that you work with?
2: Oh, well, I'm pretty open-minded when it comes to who I work with. I'm I'm extremely open-minded. And I look at a couple of factors when scheduling content, like number one is just like scheduling, scheduling and conveniency. Like, what's your schedule? Like, does it match up with my schedule? Are we both in the same city at the same time? And a lot of the times it's not always really easy because everybody's conflicting with their schedules. And, yeah, I think what makes a great scene is uh, that in chemistry mm. and enthusiasm, <laughs> yes.
0: In the preview for the one scene, the sexorcist driving out the cock demon. Oh, that's that's heavy language. Um, Brittany uh, is pretty aggressive, especially with the flogger. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> how much has what you enjoy sexually changed throughout your career?
2: Yeah. Well, experimenting. Well, I love I love this industry because I was able to experiment with the pro of all the pros, Brittany Andrews. Right. And being fucked by a strap on with her was incredible. It was like life changing experience. Mm. And I yeah, I love this industry because it's able to s- expose me to different niches, different fetishes and different things that I probably wouldn't have gotten into otherwise yeah. or, or even known about.
0: Right, yeah, for sure. And she is just such a cool person. Yes,
2: yeah. yes. She is one of a kind. <laughs> and yeah. We love her for that. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. Now, as we mentioned, you are also available for fans on Sex Panther. This must mean that your Dirty Talk game is on point. Yes. But how are you when it comes to being away from the camera? Are you more vocal as a performer than you are in your personal life?
2: Oh, uh- well, I'm always pretty comfortable with vocalizing my wants and my needs mm. and my, my true honesty. But <laughs> on my sex panther, my thing that I really kill it at is my voice notes. I leave them mm. voice notes like, okay. like, hey, Mr. Tangle,
1: <laughs> okay.
2: I'm thinking about you and I want you to start rubbing your cock right now. And I want you to feel it swelling up in your hand as you're thinking about me and jerking yourself off. You know, kind of start like that. You're blushing.
0: I'm 100% <laughs> blushing right now. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I like how now uh, for those who who are listening, uh, we are doing this on, uh, is it your Instagram live?
2: Yes, my Instagram. And,
0: and she keeps hitting mute <laughs> to make sure we don't get in trouble. And it's a shame. So you're definitely going to want to make sure you... Find out when this goes out and hear the whole thing. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, I have to keep muting it because I'm like, I don't want to get... You're going to have to listen to the real thing to hear
0: it. Yeah, for sure. But don't worry. I think we are pretty clear of anything that might get you in trouble. We should be able to go mute free for the rest of this. Okay. Now, you have always been a creator away from the industry, including art and mainstream acting what have you been involved in recently and what would you like to be a part of in the future? Do you have any kind of dream or bucket list projects?
2: Ooh, so I would love to do another rock and roll cabaret show, which is what I did when I first started featuring. I was doing a rock and roll cabaret and a rock and roll variety show, which was a lot of fun and I would love to do something like that again. I would also like to perform my show and take it to another level with like Maybe a little bit of um, more stage props and Mm. things that are make it more like a show that you would see somewhere in like Vegas or like a, a bigger platform like that, or maybe touring around different like clubs that have the capabilities to have something like that. I would love to add more to my show and just make it something really, really wow. That's my bucket list, you know, just to really add a lot to it and perform in like maybe Europe and other places in the world where they would enjoy to see something like that.
0: I wish more people would take that incentive because I think a touring group like that would do so well. I mm-hmm. think that would bring in such a big audience. Ooh. Now, being so creative, do you play any instruments?
2: Um, I play the skin flute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was <laughs> that, that was a good pause on the- vol, on the uh the I'm volume there. Pretty good at that, right? yeah you are <laughs> are you a a singer or uh no yeah. one yeah nothing?
2: yes i yes okay. I, I have i've actually did a track for well, from from my own selfish like performances you okay. know? so i did it it's called christiana sin, and I am on the track i'm not singing on the track, but I am on it. And I also have another couple of trucks that I'm working on. They're like half English, half Spanish. Yeah. And that that I'm really looking forward to completing that project because once I start something, I intend to finish it. Mm. So yeah.
0: Oh, definitely anticipate that. Now, because you have never been interviewed by me, you don't know this, but what I like to do is comb through people's social media. And ask them questions about some of the posts.
2: Oh, <laughs> that they have made. Explain yourself. At...
0: Are you willing to answer a couple of fun questions about your? How post? far
2: back are we going? Um,
0: probably within a month. You're okay. safe. Right. You're... <laughs> okay. cool. uh, literally, this morning, you put out. Halloween BDSM theme scene with the famous Brittany Andrews. This is filmed inside a famous haunted BDSM house, and we get effing nasty, don't worry, I'm good, <laughs> and wild with each other. Now, this is, I imagine, on your OnlyFans, correct?
2: It's on OF. It's Yeah, and, okay. and anywhere that my, that my sinners want to request it, I could also share with them on other platforms, too.
0: Okay, very nice. It is spooky season as we record this interview. Do you believe in haunted houses and ghosts and spirits?
2: No. I mean, I, I can't say that I've personally seen any. I, I even stayed the night at a haunted hotel and the Queen Mary in San Francisco or the Queen Anne or something. In okay. It's supposed to be a really haunted place. I didn't see any ghosts. Right. But it was. It did used to be a brothel, which I think, okay. oh, if there was any ghosts here, they would probably love me. So.
0: That is true. <laughs> like, yeah. let her sleep. She's yeah. good. <laughs> but,
2: yeah, if I the, the way I am with things like that, I'm just like, mm, don't bother me. I can't help you. Like talk to somebody else, right. that's how yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how I approach it, so all
0: right, mm-hmm. are you ready to take the way back machine? Oh, wait, yes. What was your first Halloween costume you remember having as a child?
2: Oh, my first one as a child, I think like Princess Jasmine, I think I was. oh yeah, okay. Princess Jasmine, yeah,
0: all right. I was. People always come up with the weirdest costumes. And I and I, and
2: I had a I had like the pillowcase like the, you know the Disney pillowcase too. Like, oh, very you nice. Know, and you're and I, you were like, trick I think that was my first one. I, okay. I, think. I think you've heard some weird ones though. Oh, uh,
0: there was uh, someone in the industry that them and their brother went as husband and wife like cake toppers. <laughs> what? Right. <laughs>
2: What state was this in? <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> you would think it would be around Pennsylvania, but it's <laughs> it was, amazingly was not. <laughs> that's, that's really funny. <laughs> now, the next post I'd like to ask you about is actually a repost of Nathan Bronson and on Monday, October 30th, new episode of Cooking with Nathan coming out at 8 a.m. with you. What are some of your favorite meals and are you a good cook?
2: Oh, I love, I eat everything, so I love food (laughs) and I'm a terrible cook. I hear you. So I told Nathan, I'm like, okay, just so you know, I'm a terrible cook here. Like, you're probably going to have to be carrying this whole thing. (laughs) And he said, oh, no, no, I can teach you. I said, okay. And I said, do you have fire extinguishers (laughs) around just in case? Do you have insurance? But I had a really lovely time cooking with him, chatting with him. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I can't wait to do it again.
0: Yeah. It must be difficult when it comes to, like, dating because – you know, you, you kinda of have to say in the beginning, listen, I can't cook. Oh, I
2: tell them right up front. Okay, good. And right. like I don't cook, I don't clean shit. <laughs> <laughs> if you're still interested, we could talk all
0: right. And I'm sure they all <laughs> yes. are, let's be honest. <laughs> now, what is a food you can't stand?
2: Oh, a food! I can't. St- I'm. I'm not a fan of onions. Like, I mean, we did make spa- smash burgers when I worked when I cooked with Nathan. But like, cooked is a little bit different. I'm just. Yeah. I. I don't know because I just. I don't like food that you have to like take a shower after you eat it. <laughs> like, I went. I went to this one place. Um, like the like a boiling crab or something where you okay. where you eat all the seafood with your fingers or with your. F- you know, yeah. you have to wear a bib, and it was the whole dis- <laughs> experience was disgusting. And I would never do that again. It was the worst date of my life. Yeah. And after I, w- I could feel like all of the that butter and seasoning like coming out of my pores. Right. And I'm like Ew, I don't even want to be around anybody. I gotta go home. <laughs> so that's that's the kind of food. I, anything you have to eat with a bib or like <laughs> anything that yeah could come out of your pores, I. Not a fan.
0: Yeah. A bib on an adult is just not not, not a good look.
2: <laughs> I would, I'd rather wear a rain poncho than a... <laughs> <Right>? Yeah,
0: exactly.
2: <laughs> I probably should have worn a poncho.
0: <laughs> you could have worn it backwards and just put the pieces in the hood. Oh,
2: good job. Good thinking. <laughs> yeah, always thinking. <laughs> it's a pocket for your seafood. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> now, a couple weeks ago, you posted, if I was a car what kind would i be you'll be able to tell that i have two <laughs> two big front airbags uh, a very spacious back seat with incredible interior now that is just amazing i love posts like that now, I think you would be a high-end luxury car, like, like a Bugatti, Bentley, Mercedes, you know, something with classy, exceptional lines, something that screams class.
2: Oh, yes. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Absolutely. I like, I love cars like, like this, modern cars, but I, I also have a really soft spot for like classic cars. Oh, come on. Because there's something about, it, I live in LA, so well, there's like Lamborghinis and uh, Bentleys, and but... Now everybody's like, okay, they've seen it here and there before. But when a classic car, really beautiful classic car rolls up, everybody turns their head. Yeah. And that's... I I feel my my boyfriend in high school had a like a classic car, so okay. I was was like oh I like <laughs> had a lot of fun times in that back seat.
0: Right, <laughs> <laughs> back when you could get in the back seat and have fun. In,
2: in the back seats were really big too. Yeah. Oh,
0: I miss bench seats in the front instead of having yeah. two separate seats. With oh, the console, I hate it.
2: You know what? Yes, in the front and the back. There's yeah. a lot of places in there.
0: Right, a lot of room. Yeah, what uh, younger people. Who uh, hear this may not realize when you had a bench seat in the front uh, of the car, you could turn the wheel really hard and the person would slide across the seat and get in on you. Oh, and it was like a, that. yeah, it, it was a way to kind of snuggle, you know, a little flirty That's fun game. So smart. It, it's what old people do. <laughs> now let's get into the real questions here. How many tickets have you gotten in your life? And how many of you gotten out of because you are you and maybe you were recognized, but I'm sure you could definitely turn on the charm.
2: Well, yeah, there was a time when I did get pulled over and it, I, I, I don't know. They could have known it was me, but I just it was not a town. I, OK, I definitely did do a traffic violation. It was like the middle oh, okay. of the night. There was nobody around. I've never been in this town before and i just was trying to get back to the freeway so yeah i did like an illegal u turn oh, in okay. the middle of the intersection but there's nobody around and then i got pulled over i said listen i know what, what i did i'm sorry like can you just give me my ticket so i could leave i have to fly to fly oh, to budapest in the morning i uh, literally have okay. to leave and then they were like well, where are you coming from and blah blah, blah. and then they started questioning me and i was like and then all of a sudden it didn't really become about my traffic violation, they wanted me to, like, get out of the car, jump on one leg. And and I it, and it was wearing, like, a little skirt, like, a little dress and, like, and I was wearing these thigh-high boots, and they wanted me to, like, jump around and do jumping jacks. They wanted me to blow into a breathalyzer. Oh, good I'm Lord. like, I'm not putting my mouth on that. And then, they're like, oh, well, we're going to call a female for backup. I'm like, that's really gross, you guys. You want some girl-girl action? Is that what you want? I'm Ooh, like, this well is... Yeah, I was just like, that's really gross, you guys. I thought you pulled me over for a traffic violation. Now, let's turn into this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And they called, like, four backup cars. Wow. And I was just like... What's wrong? I was like, you guys have nothing to do or something. And then one of the officers said, "Hey, hurry up! I want to go to Denny's." And I'm like, "Oh, you guys no. are going to Denny's? <laughs> I see. Okay. So is this what? Like a little, one one last hurrah before you go get your pancakes or something? Like mm. I was so upset. And then he was like, "Okay, well, we're gonna lay you off with a warning, and next time you better do what we say." Because I did. I gave him a lot of trouble. I was like, "Get out of the car!" And I'm like why do why do I have to get out of the car yeah really and then they were just really not letting me go but I should have asked them if I was free to go which I didn't think of doing Mm. but I should have but and then at the end of all of that stuff I never even got a ticket
0: (laughs) not even for the traffic violation (laughs) (laughs)
2: so yeah there was that
0: That's an awesome story, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah.
2: And like, my friend's uh, husband was a cop and he could hear everything on the radio. And they, they were just like, oh, yeah, there's some little bimbos are jumping around. Oh, and wow. I was just like, ew, ew, you boys are shame on you.
0: Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> now, the next post I'd like to ask you about is actually a post for Dr. Christopher Dorsa. I believe is his name okay. and it says much needed adjustments for you and you yes. had a video about a two-minute video of you receiving chiropractic adjustments. Is this a regular part of your self-care routine and what else do you do to take care of yourself?
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> Yes, that was so much fun. I loved getting adjusted by um, him. He's so good at what he does yep. and he also adds some acupuncture. And oh, okay. with that, which I, so that's something I do. I love going to the acupuncturist. I go probably like once a week and mm. twice if I'm feeling frisky. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I am um, every, so every Sunday after I come back from the strip clubs, mm. I go to the Beverly Hot Springs in okay. Los Angeles. It's a Korean spa with like all natural mineral water that comes from the ground. Like, it's not part of the L.A. water system. It's, like, its own thing. Nice. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's the best water ever. And I get a body scrub from, like, head to toe. (laughs) Kind of to scrub all my sins away from the club. (laughs) But also just to kind of renew. And I just... I like to go into the week just fresh, like a little baby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then... Yeah, I do acupuncture. And then I also, after that, I also get an IV treatment. Oh, okay. To kind of replenish my fluids over traveling because it kind of sucks a lot out of you. Yeah. And yeah, and also I stretch a lot. You got to keep it stretching. Got to take care of the joints. Mm. And those are my top self-care things that I have to do.
0: Mm-hmm. I actually, uh, in one of my earlier day jobs, I worked for a chiropractor. I did a lot of the physical therapy and massage therapy and stuff like that. And watching him do what he does is good because there's sometimes where you watch somebody get an adjustment and you just cringe because they do it so poorly, but he actually does a really good job.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah. So do you know how to do any of that stuff?
0: Um, I don't do anything to the neck because that's really easy to screw up. Mm -hmm. But there are certain simple adjustment styles that I'll help people
2: with. Ooh, awesome. That's so cool.
0: Now, the last post I would like to ask you about. You wrote, had so much fun at Power Trip Live. And Power Trip is, for those who don't know, a three-day rock and metal music festival in California. I mean, just when I thought, you couldn't get any hotter. You go and do it. What bands were you excited to see? And who are some of your favorite bands?
2: Oh, well, so first of all, Power Trip, is it's where they have Coachella. Oh, okay. But okay. I think, so it's better than Coachella in a lot of ways. Like, number one, like, the food is just outstandingly better. At Coachella, okay. it's like carnival food. <laughs> and it, and they, well, you have your choice between a burger, a hot dog, and a churro like for Coachella it's really the food options are really sad yeah. And but at Power Trip it's all like really nice food really nice options because people who are you know who've had more successes in life and more mature and w- more distinguished they're not gonna put up with that shit right. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's one reason I, it's not as crowded as, um, in the same way it's not as crowded and there was not as many bands but the bands were bands that I was like wow they never go on tour Mm. So they had, off the top of my head, they had uh, Guns N' Roses. Okay. They had ACDC. Oh, wow. Yeah. They had Metallica, and they had Judas Priest, and there's somebody... There's a couple other bands I'm forgetting, but yeah, it was a really good lineup, and a lineup that you don't see very often. It's just like all those names together in one place, that's not really a common thing. Yeah. But ACDC, hands down, my favorite. Oh, nice. They, I couldn't believe how amazing they were and th- they were just like sounded so good mm-hmm. and they they were the best they were the best
0: wow mm-hmm. that's good to hear because when you have those style of legacy bands, you don't know how much longer they're going to tour. So it's nice to have those moments where they're still putting on a great show.
2: Oh, he did like, he did like, like an eight minute guitar solo. I'm like, doesn't that guy have like arthritis? <laughs> yeah. how is he doing this? And my jaw was on the floor. It, yeah. I was just so impressed. They were spectacular and they were the ones to see.
0: Yeah. Oh, Angus Young is amazing.
2: Yes. Yes. Love him.
0: So are you a collector of vinyl?
2: Yeah, I have some vinyl. I, do.
0: I might have some hookups for you
2: oh thank you yeah
0: so my last question for you what does the future hold for you we know that you are going to do some of the conventions and i'm sure that's going to lead into conventions towards award season in january but what does the future hold beyond that for you
2: well i'll be i'll be featuring um in san diego in orange grove and i will also be featuring in tijuana Oh, cool. At the Deja Vu and TJ. And it's... I, I've heard so many great things about it. Same. I cannot wait to go. And this is my... Well, okay. I was going to say my first time dancing internationally, but that's not true. Mm. Um, I would love to go back to Australia to feature there again. Okay. Because that was a really great experience that I would love to do again. Mm. And yeah, so I think just... Things oh of what's in the future for me definitely okay. more more amazing content good uh, that you could see and a lot of collabs a lot of really good collabs um, and I'm gonna be yeah I'm I'm really gonna branch out on all of the different platforms that I can
0: very nice. Mm-hmm. Well, it's an absolute pleasure to speak with you. I have a couple of your magazines to get signed oh, after your feature yes. show, and we'll get some pictures. It'll be a thing. But one more time before I let you go, can you please tell everybody where they could find you online on social media?
2: Okay, so you could find me um, at ChristianaSin on Twitter X, and you could find me on Instagram at ChristianaSin underscore or C underscore rocket, and you could find me on sinsconfessions.com.
0: Very nice. Once again, an absolute pleasure. Can't wait to see you on stage.
2: Thank you. This was so much fun.